What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live. Happy birthday, America, on this short work week. Joining me, as always, Ivan Lovegren out on California. What's going on, brother? Oh, I'm afraid to start talking because I am already on fire tonight and I don't want to lose my steam. So you can go well, ahead let me and give introduce a... the, the show yeah, and let just me... know that I'm burning over here. I'm burning. I know, I know. I'll get this out of the way real quick for you. Uh, just a rundown of what we got going on tonight. We are going to be talking with Lance Fisher from Onyx Authentic about their plans for the national upcoming products and uh, Clubhouse Collection, Game Use Batting Gloves, coming out next week. We're going to give away that box of Cryptozoic DC Justice League. We've got an awesome segment of Hot in the Shop this week. And at the end of that, we'll be giving away a Trish Stratus autograph 8x10 photograph in honor of this week's release at WWE Tops Undisputed. Uh, but to kick things off, my partner in crime, Ivan, you've heard him. He's ready. He's got a couple rants of his own. All you, brother, stage oh this way. Where do I begin, Robert? Robert, where do I begin? Can I call you Robert? Are we at that stage in our relationship? If you must, that's fine. I, You know what? I don't want to upset you any more than you already are. You do what you got to do. All right. So if you tuned in last week, you know I uh, I showed actually a, uh, a TOPS uh, police officer card, and we talked a bit about our armed forces and those that serve us and the power they do. Now there's... You may think I'm going two places with this. Uh, yes, some stuff's been going on in society, and we've all been paying attention to that, and please do what is right. But I think we can all agree, those that serve in our military, they deserve a little special recognition. So, Rob, did you, that. did you see this story this week about how Major League Baseball was doing this exclusive game at Fort Bragg? They were going to hold a lottery. I guess there's 250,000 active duty people there. And 12,500 of them were going to get a ticket to this game that was very explicitly non-transferable. So like 5% of the active population of the base was going to get to go. So exactly. 5%. Very cool. I like that. Um, so there is a renowned ball hawk. And if you're not familiar with ball hawks, those are people that shove children out of the way for foul balls at Major League Stadiums. Uh, Zach Hampel is probably the most renowned of them. Well, he determined to go to this game that was designed only for military personnel, began offering money, uh, actually on a fake tender account that he created for this explicit purpose. Um, and when that didn't work, allegedly he found, I forgot the other source, um, but there was insider information that revealed, I guess I st should still say allegedly, but that he paid for a ticket to that game uh, from a very poor service member who could use the money um, and went to the game and then posted all over social media about being at the game, about getting a ball thrown to him from Martin Prado and all of these ridiculous things. Now, we can hate that. We can be yeah. angry at that. I did. I went on a big tirade. There was actually a trending hashtag, uh, things better than Hample, that I took a lot of a lot of. I uh, saw. It was with. great. <laughs> yeah, some of them I was even surprised. I'm like, I can't even, I wouldn't retweet that if someone else did it, but I, I went there. Um, <laughs> so we all poked our fun. But I was thinking about it the next day, and there's cases like that that we know are over the line. 
But ultimately, Zach Hampel is a collector. He is one of us. And so, one, what he's doing is reflecting on us. The other thing is that it made me question. We all agree. I mean, actually, I've seen like two or three people that says it doesn't matter. But we can pretty much all agree that Zach Hampel is an asshole. And that what he did was wrong. Now... Yeah, I mean, I have no problem um, with taking that tact. Absolutely. Uh, not appreciated at all. And uh, you wrote a uh, insightful, well-crafted piece on that this week. And you're behind the wax. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of speechless. I'm glad you have something to say about it because yeah. I can just shake, only shake my head. Well, so here's the thing. With all of my own rage and ire, I began to think, though, he reminded me of somebody else that we have in the hobby that's called the Pack Searcher. Are you familiar with this person, Rob? Oh, I am familiar. I've run People into in the a chat few room. Them. Have any of you in the chat room ever run into him? Um, okay, so we'll wait for those because it's going to be The worst delayed. kind of Pack Searcher is... The bending over butt crack pack searcher. And that's something that always happens with the pack searcher conversation. It always gets to, uh, and I don't even like that. I've actually, I try and avoid that. It's like, you know what? So the guy may be a little overweight that, you know, but again, you've got these small bad apples that we all agree are wrong, but technically by a technicality, a retail store manager does not throw out the pack searcher. He says, well, technically what he's doing is legal even if we know that it's morally wrong with the collector code if you will but again we always pass this judgment and i began thinking have you ever gone to a hobby shop and purchased a pack and the hobby shop owner hands you the box and says pick your pack uh i won't shop at a store that doesn't okay and what do you do when you pick the pack Sometimes. i grab one no, you, I just grab one. You don't ever kind of look just a little bit to see if one's a little thicker, especially if it's one of those like mini top loaders Never. where it's like this, you know? Never. Okay. I might grab, I might have a targeted goal of going for the bottom one on the left side or the top one, but I don't know. I mean, I and I won't take out two packs and then put one back. No. So if it's a box of 1989 upper deck, you won't take the first pack and then see where it is in the sequence and then grab the pack where the Griffey's going to be. No. Okay. Well, that's great. And that's a good conversation. But I just, I think that a lot of us still do those things just naturally. Like there is some selfishness in us as collectors by its very nature. Collecting is selfish. I need all the Chris Bryant's. Um, and so it just got me thinking like I, as much as I despise what was done and as much as I hate going to a target and seeing the cards strewn everywhere. And as much as, you know, we talk about pack searchers in terms of that, but there are, who knows what happens in the LCS when it's not busy. You know, I'm not saying this one or that one or the other one, but sometimes you see those hot packs listed on eBay. Where do those come from? I don't know. But while we all agree that that's wrong, how much, how selfish are we as collectors sometimes? And I think that sometimes we need to redirect our ire and our rage, which is my own inward just a little bit and say, you know what? Am I exploiting somebody else by trying to sell this card for a profit right now so I can buy more cards? What's, what's right and what's wrong? And I think even though we know that these drastic examples are wrong, how often do we fall into that gray area and what are we going to do about it? 
Well, I think it's interesting that you were able to draw a parallel between Zach Campbell and pack searching. Um, The tie was the selfish collector and how that's inherent to everyone to some degree. And I get that. But in my opinion, you know, you could have you could have left it how egregious, you know, the whole Zach Hample issue was all on its own. Uh, But I I get where you're coming from. And, you know, I know you've got another you know, bit of a rant and I've got some thoughts on that too, but yeah. we're going to table, <laughs> we're going to table that because we've got our guest uh, to joining us. Yeah. Uh, I want to introduce everyone to um, a, a friend of the program. Uh, I think you and Tracy are the first two timers. So Lance, oh, Lance wow. Fisher from Onyx Authenticated. Welcome back to go GTS live. How are you doing my friend? Good, good, good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, hey, I couldn't be any hey. better. Thanks for, uh, I know it was a kind of last minute, but when I was putting things together and saw Clubhouse Collection Game Use Batting Gloves coming out next week, I'm like, oh, we got to talk about this. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, this, this is our most popular product every year. Um, sells out, and uh, we, we can never get enough of it. Let me put it that way. So let me ask you then, how... You know, obviously you guys start with, you know, we have to make X amount of dollars off of off of this product year in and year out. After that, how do you guys go about determining who you want in the product and how does it finally get whittled down to who ends up being in the product? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I'll tell you what, it, it's who's attainable for one. Um, you know, one of the big things is is we start off on you know what what mlb stars can we put in here and you know what can we get what's obtainable due to our contacts with the agencies and the players um even stuff that that i've kind of put aside i've had to dig out and and put in the product even though it's a little painful because sometimes you want to keep (laughs) Um, you know we we have to add it we were just having a conversation about you know, the selfish collector. Thank you for you know pointing it out that it applies to everybody. It, it goes it goes all the way up. I'm telling you what, guys. I mean, some of the stuff you come across, you're just like, wow. You know, is this something I want to you know, put in my own treasure chest, or is this something that I need to share with the collecting community and put it in product and give them an opportunity to get you know themselves. And uh, it's a struggle sometimes, you know, and, and even though you find those few pieces like, you know what, I've, we've got a bunch of this. I'm going to go ahead and put something aside for myself. It ends up coming back out and going into product again. So uh, it, it's, it's a losing battle. Let me put it that way. It's kind of like you, us with uh, all the amazing things that Rob hits over there. And we just get to look at for a minute before sending them off. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. But um, you know what? We, we we start with the stars. You know, we, we kind of start baking that into the, the checklist. That's the first thing that we've got to get. Everything else becomes fillers at that point. And you know, whether it's um, you know, helping the other agencies out. For instance, you know, the, it's a very competitive market on their end where they're trying to get players from other agencies, or they're trying to convince the player that hey, you know what? We've got a lot of marketing opportunities, and we can get you deals and stuff like that. Um, at times, you know, it's it's like, hey, if they can get us a player like this, you know what? We don't mind taking a player. We still feel that there's potential there, but of maybe lesser quality. And we've done that on a few occasions. And I'll tell you what, a lot of times those players pay off. Um, you know, I have to say Logan Morrison was one of the first guys that we did 
And uh, he may not have become the superstar we were all hoping for, but, you know, one, he's still in the majors. He's had a successful MLB career. And, um, I mean, heck, he, he had that social media following there for a little while. And uh, he was a hot player, you know, and, and things like that. So you, you never know what you're going to come across when it comes to, to the player selection and guys that we put in here where, you know, you may have to wait a couple of years for it to pay off. But um, it does. It does. And the perfect example not just in our baseball collection, but in the game use collection is Mike Trout. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, our stuff went bananas, and people were trying to get, you know, old product of ours that was still unopened through other distributors um, that, uh, you know, because there was a lot of it out there. At the time that we got Mike Trout, we got a lot of batting gloves. We got a lot of signed baseballs when, um, you know, he wasn't at the level that he is today. And, uh, you know, we were able to, to, to share that at a really good cost to a lot of the collecting community. So, Ivan, go ahead. It sounded like you had a question, too. Oh, well, um, one, I was curious, how do you uh, hit search this product? Um, <laughs> how is this package? Yeah. Does this come in that traditional wood box? You know what? We, we, we actually are going towards a little more different packaging. We're, we're trying to be a little more green. And at, at the same time, we're trying to keep the value there for the collectors. I mean, guys, you know, shipping costs have gone up. Packaging costs have gone up over the years. You know, we've been in business now for, for nine years. And when we first started, um, shipping wasn't nearly what it is today. You know, the packaging isn't anywhere where it was, you know, back then. And we still try to keep the same pricing that we had nine years ago. And so what we've done is, is believe it or not, I think the packaging is, is a little bit better than what we've had in the past, even though it's not the wood box. But, um, you know, security sealed. Um, it's the same concept that we've always carried where we want the quality to be there. We still have wooden boxes, <laughs> um, but we're trying to take a little bit of a different approach to keep the value and the cost um, to where the collectors feel like they're still getting the value for what they pay for. Well, I mean, looking at, the top of the checklist when you said you guys targeted the stars uh, how's this sound ivan mike trout miguel cabrera josh donaldson alex rodriguez yeah. jose abreu just just yeah. to kick things off i mean pretty nice list there yeah 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 it's it's, it's a great yeah. list um you know every year we seem to have some pretty good names and you know what helps too is of course we have the the players association license and that kind of helps bridge some of those um, those opportunities where, you know, most of the time these players could care less about releasing their stuff um, because they're, they're making quite a bit of money. And money's not the driving factor behind this. It's really the relationship. Um, you know, Onyx is a known entity within the professional community out there. And because we've been around from when these guys were in the minor leagues to, you know, where they're at today, um, they don't mind helping us out. You know, again, the money's not the factor all the time. It's really like, hey, you know what? These guys helped me out when I was in the minors and I was making peanuts. And um, I'll be more than happy to hook them up. And, and, and that's where, you know, we've been able to kind of get our foot in the door and keep it in there. And, um, and pass on the value to the collectors. I mean, uh, I think any manufacturer is going to tell you that, um, you know, getting these autographs today from the players and, and getting the game-worn gear is, is, one, really tough. But second, the money that it takes now to get these guys to cooperate or sign um, is, is tough. And it's, it's getting harder. But I, I think the relationships keep that door open. 
And um, again, you know, we've always been around the minor league guys and, and, and the prospects and getting in early um, that, uh, you know, at times, too, we can offset the cost a little bit because, you know, these guys aren't going to cost as much as a Josh Donaldson or, um, well, Mike Trout, we, we still have a little bit of product, as you can see, because we're putting it in here. But, uh, you know, guys that we haven't had a past relationship in the, in the past. Um, we're having to pay a little bit more money now, but again, that cost gets offset by you know some of the lesser-known minor league guys. So I mean, there's some other solid stars in here. I mean, Robinson Cano, Andrew McCutcheon, Paul Goldschmidt, All Star Ben Zobrist. I was gonna. I was just saying. In fact, yeah, yeah. with a player like Zobrist, is there a designation of what team the batting gloves were used for, or do we just know that he used them? You you know he used them, um, you know, to break it down by game. Some of the stuff that we've gotten has an MLB um, authentication sticker on there, which you can usually pinpoint to a date and location. Um, but, you know, a lot of this stuff is coming from the players or the agencies. Um, for instance, Ben Zobra's perfect example. I think we put a picture of the stuff we received him mm -hmm. from him uh, a few days ago. All of the stuff we got from him is actually from the Chicago Cubs, actually from this perfect. year. Um, you you heard uh, it here. I first, mean, gorgeous. Guys. Well, actually, you heard it on Twitter four I mean, days ago. All right. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's, <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Here's Cut that out of the promo. You know, stuff right here, and you know his numbers on the gloves. I mean, you got the Cubbies, you know, colors, and you know he signed them. So now, yeah. So this is probably a silly question, but um, just looking at the sell sheet, I was a little confused. It's one pair per box. But does that mean it is paired? So it's like I'm getting a Zobrist pair, not like I'm getting Zobrist left and I'm getting uh, Trout's right, and then there's a chase involved to match them because that could be kind of fun. Yeah, you know what? We that's a great, that's a good question because we've actually we've done that in the past where um, we mixed and matched gloves um, because sometimes what happens is the guys will send, you know, most part they come in pairs but then you get a couple stragglers whether it's a couple extra left-handed gloves or a couple extra right-handed gloves and what we've done is when we get to that level is we'll say all right you know what we're going to take this one left-handed glove of Miguel Sano and we're going to take this right-handed glove of Mike Trout and we're just going to put that in one of the packages um, this year so far we, we we don't have any offsetting pairs everything is matched up so if that continues to be the case, then you're going to get the same player, um, a pair of batting gloves in every single uh, security sealed box. Makes sense. Um, and then with that, because the Zobris, you can clearly th see um, the signatures. Are they all signed or are some not signed, some are signed? So there's a bit of a hit chase there. 90, yeah, 95% of them are signed. Oh, okay. um, we do have some that the guys didn't sign. For instance, we've got a, a pair of, of Stanton, John Carl Stanton gloves here. These aren't autographed. Um, they're legit, but they're not signed. And, you know, it, it, that brings up a good question because there are times where we've gotten feedback from the collecting community on, you know, it, it would be nice to have every glove, you know, and every pair autographed by the player. And we do our best to try to accomplish that. Um, but there are times where, um, you know, we're just happy to get the game-worn pair. It's very far and few between. But there are times where we'll get, you know, maybe five or six pair in the entire run that just aren't autographed. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's usually the bigger stars. And, you know, if you're getting a hit like that, 
You can live without it. Not going to get too many complaints. I was was going to say the other thing. Usually live without um, it. Something that uh, we're going to get into a little later. But you know, if you just like put a special stamp or a number on the ones that aren't autographed, they'll actually be worth more. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is one of three of the unautographed ones. That's they're rare. There you go. Right. Your number. Yeah. Yeah. Your number. That's, that's exactly what do you guys got coming down the pike it seems like I, I we find out about your products really quick to release date you guys have a pretty quick turnaround from solicitation to release um what's right. coming up after this so the next product we have we, we do this every year for the national um we, we usually do it for the the vendors that are going to be at the show um i won't name them but there are a few retail vendors that are there, and we do a special product for them so that they can sell it um, on site. And that's our national autographed baseball edition. Mm. Um, it's a national only product. Um, from my understanding, the, the, the vendors usually sell out of it um, because we do a limited run. A lot of big names. Um, you're not going to see as many minor league guys in the product, or if you do, it's going to be some of the top ranked guys. Um, but, uh, it's just something we like to do special. Um, it's always something that's in high demand every year. And, uh, so we do that. So that'll be the next product that comes out. Um, and then in the next, I would say month or two after that, we'll do our game news, um, bats product. And then, um, probably our, uh, what we call our premier gear, which is the game use jerseys and hats and fielding gloves, you know, the, the really high end items. Cool. Um, that takes us basically to the end of the season to accumulate um, because at that point, sometimes the guys want to keep those. They live, you know, fielding glove. They want to use it, you know, for most of the year. So we can't even get a hold of those until, you know, virtually the season ends. Um, but those are the next products that are going to be coming out here probably in the next month or two. Let me ask you a question um, about your previous product, the uh, um, the baseball uh, prospects uh, that I'm blanking on the name of now. Uh, sorry, I just got a gift sent to me from Beckett. Uh, what? Sorry. Oh, nice. Platinum Elite Edition. Yeah, Platinum, Platinum, Platinum Elite. Um, yeah. If, can you tell us? Because uh, I'm, I'm just curious. Because specifically of the Dansby Swanson, like you were technically the first card of him as an Atlanta player. Um, did you see a nice, like, uh, you know, were numbers up on that versus last year? Even though the crop was, you know, sort of the same level of crop, but did you see a bit of a bop, mm-hmm. pop in that product this year? Because I saw more, I felt like I we, saw more you know, people tweeting it and tweeting pictures of it and checking out a box, a case, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. We we did. We got a pretty good demand. Um, you know, again, our, our checklist usually gets stronger. You know, each year, again, the relationships get stronger and, and the access to the players get better. Um, you know, I, I think the 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 quality of this year's product was better than what we've ever done in the past. I mean, you guys kind of saw an example of the 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 the, the special black cards that we yep. did. Mm-hmm. Um, those were, those went over huge. Um, you know, they're thicker, they're a different type of material. Um, they're done in paint pen and they're extremely limited. So that helped drive the product and, and, and I guess the interest on that level, but absolutely, you know, the, the players like Dansby Swanson, Brendan Rogers, Victor Robles, who's having a great year so far. Um, you know, there's a lot of names in there that, uh, I think the, the prospecting community saw um i mean heck we got uh one of the phillies guys uh was it uh adrian 
Medina. Mm. He doesn't have anything out there. And he was an unknown. In fact, we had people teasing us because like, okay, <laughs> you know what, honest guys, now you're really taking it. You know, you yeah. stretch. You should see the season he's having. Um, absolutely remarkable. Um, and it just comes down to the, the, the educating of who to get, get them first, and, um, you know, really utilize your resources to the best of your ability um, so that you can be one of the first ones to get out there and, and start building that relationship and, and give the collecting community these cards of guys that all of a sudden out of nowhere are having a great season. They're going to be looking for the cards and, you know, we're able to provide at least a, a piece of that. Absolutely. So um, it's a good checklist and it's getting stronger as some of these guys that came out of nowhere are, are having good seasons. Mm -hmm. In addition to the national only product that you guys released, do you have any other uh, plans for the national that collectors should know about? Yeah, well, last year, as you know, Rob, we, we did that that case break and yep. uh, we gave away everything. I mean, it was just something to, you know, showcase the product awesome. and, and give, you know, yeah, and give collectors an opportunity to, to see it. I mean, heck, I, I think at one point we asked everyone in the audience there of, you know, who, who's heard of Onyx, you know, in the trading cards? And I think there was only one hand that went up. But it, it was a, a great opportunity, again, to get it out there. And we want to do the same thing again. You know, we're going to bring a couple cases of, of Platinum Elite. And, you know, we would love to do another uh, box break or case break um, for the audience out there. Give away everything. You know, we, we don't want anyone to, to pay a dime for it. Because, again, it's really showcasing the product. And giving the collecting community an opportunity to see the cards and, and, and get some for free and you know, hopefully make a little money off of them, you know, if they're looking to sell them on eBay or some other, you know, third-party site. Well, I, so, you know, that's one thing we... Oh, I was go just going to say, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, I, watching people's reaction to getting the cards in hand, you know, I was watching you watch them and the reactions were great. It was like wait, who is this company again? I really like these. You know, these look <laughs> nice. Well, it's like that awareness and the, that kind of light bulb factor. It was it was fun. So I'm glad to know right. that we're going to have an opportunity to help you do that again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great time. I mean, just to see the smiles on the faces, especially with the kids. Um, I, I love it. I ate it up. I mean, it, it was a it was a great time. It was well worth it. And um, you know, again, if the opportunity is there, we want to take advantage of it. Um, there's some other giveaways that we're going to do. We're going to do some of the, the larger um, black cards that we had autographed by the players. You showed us the first time. Um, we're going to give away. Some, you were on. Yeah. That, yep. 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 So we're going to give away some of those at the National. We're going to sell some, but we're going to give some away also. And there's a few other um, things that we're still working on. Um, but we really want to make this national fun for, for not just the collectors, but for us too, because the smiles on the faces, the excitement, that's where we get our joy, and um, you know we want to see more of that. So, um, let me ask you just one random question too, because um, I was recalling the first Onyx card I ever got was actually pulled from a Super Break uh, box, and it was a Byron Buxton, and it did it was graded nine with a ten auto. Um, and now I've seen right. other cards of yours grade higher, but how much as a manufacturer do you look at last year's grading? And sort of take that into account in your manufacturing process for the next year. Is that something that's come up before, or are you guys just happy with the way the cards seem to come out? <laughs> and just hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? It, it, 
this is something that we've worked on every year. I mean, when we first started, um, we did the cars where they were really white boundaries or borders. So the grading was a little more better or it was easier. But then we started going towards the paint pens. Mm -hmm. And with paint pens, you have to have the dark borders. And what we started to run into was a lot of chipping. And, you know, the collecting community that does the grading, you know, that was a, that was a problem. And it was a problem that, unfortunately, we didn't have the foresight to, to see that that was going to come up. So we kind of altered our approach and we went back to doing, you know, the white borders and, and stuff that would probably grade a little bit better. And, um, you know, I think with this year, um, the cards are on a, a thicker card stock. Um, you know, I think they're going to grade out really well in the sense of centering and, you know, the corners and, and all that good stuff. Because with the vendor that we utilized to do the printing, um, that was one point that we really made that, you know, the, the quality control of these have to be, you know, at the utmost, um, you know, precedent. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with the black cars that we did, we did a different material. Now, we haven't seen any grade out yet, but we did a different material that we thought, okay, there's no way this is going to chip. And, you know, the way that it's cut, the way everything is about it, they, they, they should grade really well. Um, but like I said, they're so limited. Um, you know, we know they're out there that we've seen them on eBay being sold, but we just haven't seen any graded versions of them yet. So we're hoping that, uh, you know, maybe at the national, uh, we'll see some come across uh, the table so that we can just say, well, all right, you know what, we're on the right track. You know, as a follow up to that, I remember back in 2007, when you guys were at the industry summit and you were getting ready to debut your first trading card product and you actually mm -hmm. had shown the cards to our producer joan joe fallon and the, the feedback right. he gave you was <laughs> these look nice beef up the card stock and so you guys took right, that to heart right, right away right. But it's interesting to see how yep. this all comes full circle. And when you said you've been in business nine years and I was doing some quick math, I'm like, wow, thanks. I wasn't feeling old, but anyway, <laughs> but uh, I, I know you've got another question regarding the national, but I just remember that being just how times fly and how important staying mm -hmm. up on product development is. And that was a great question, you know, about the grading. Um, so I'm glad you took those things to yeah. heart and are constantly refining the manufacturing process. Oh, I, I, hey, Rob, I'll tell you what, the, the, the feedback that Joe provided to us was priceless. I mean, you know, with his background and experience, um, I mean, the fact that he was able to, to kind of give us his take on, you know, hey, you know what, this, this, this is kind of some stuff that maybe you guys can work on, especially on a debut product. Um, was was huge, was enormous, and, and um, you know we did take that to heart, and we utilized that feedback to to what we thought you know could be something that the collectors wanted to see, that they felt was collectible and, and had some value that would maintain with it. And um, I'll tell you what, if 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 it wasn't there, we wouldn't be doing cards anymore. So um, you know it's gone a long ways. Well, I had one one quick question too that actually came from the chat room, and I didn't know the answer. Um, which is 
where can we get the announcements? Are you guys on the national webpage along with Upper Deck and Tops and all of them when you say, oh, here's where our giveaways are, here's what we're doing special, here's our exclusives? Is your information out on their webpage or do you have a webpage in addition to Twitter? Because I know Twitter is a conversation sometimes, it, that information you have to do. I can for. answer that question. It'll be on our blog as soon as we yeah. get the information from Onyx. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. You know what? That, that's that's an opportunity we got to jump on. Um, you know, sometimes we wait a little bit too long to, to educate the public on what we're doing. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get better with that. We can never get it down for whatever reason. But um, we will get the information out there. We want everyone to know on what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be doing it and, and what, you know, is going to be out there. Um, you know, the other piece, too, is we're going to be doing our authentication services out there. Um, that's actually picked up um, over the past few months. Um, you launched that real really stealthily. Nice. I mean, that's we we did. We it's did. quiet. We, we I, I mean, in fact, I mean, it's very. I was quiet. gonna. I I didn't want to broach the subject with you because I, I knew it was something you wanted to do. We're gonna do it, but I haven't heard anything about it, and so I didn't want to tell us about your authentication service. No, 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 no. It's it's. Yeah, it's it's definitely out there. We we've got a lot of advocates on our side. Let me put it that way, in the sense of um, some 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 good collectors that that really want to help us kind of get more established and, and get a name out there. And um, you know, I, I think a lot of people feel there's a, an opportunity for a third authenticator. I, I think the other two probably won't agree with that, but um, you know, we we've got the experience. We've got the people involved. And, you know, if there's something we can do, again, it, it's about the collectors. And, you know, we, we want to offer that out there at a, at a fair price. Um, you know, we, we keep it consistent. It doesn't matter who you bring to us. Um, it's going to be the same price. It's your item. You know, we shouldn't say, oh, uh, you know, it's, it's Michael Jordan, so we're going to charge you a lot more. PSA. It's your <laughs> item. It's our opinion. <laughs> it's, you know, and, and, and we want you to maintain that value. And I think with that comfort level and people seeing that, um, they're going to be more open to, to giving us a shot. And at that point, hopefully we can grow that end of the business into something, um, you know, where we will be at more shows and, and doing a lot more things with it. Interesting. Interesting. Where can people go to learn more about your authentication services now? Really easy. Just go to onyxcoa, so O-N-Y-X-C-O-A.com. And they'll find all the information they want on there. Um, the form's all electronic, very easy to fill out. Um, and the pricing guy is twenty dollars. Doesn't matter who it is, twenty bucks. Sweet. Um, and if you've got more quantity, then we lower the price even more so. But um, again, we think that's a pretty fair price. And um, you know, again, it's it's your item. So you know, we want to make sure that you maintain the value and and don't feel like you know, wow, you know what? I just I don't want to pay a lot of money to get this authenticated. And so they don't get it authenticated. And um, unfortunately, they can't get probably the true value of it. Uh, I'm that guy, Lance. I've got a Jordan Auto. I need authenticated. Okay. And PSA wanted to charge me a hundred bucks because it's it's Jordan. So, uh, well, see, now, I, now I'm kicking I, myself for throwing out my Jordan ball that came back as not real. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I could have given it a second try because I, <laughs> I couldn't afford to give it a second try, honestly. But. Right, okay. right. I'm teasing because you guys would have said the I mean, yeah, same thing that, that was a fake. I'm going to send it in anonymously because I, I don't want any home. I don't want any yeah. hometown discount or 
friend of the program deal. I just want to know if this damn thing's real or not. So, yeah, <laughs> bring it by. You know, and, and you know what, guys. The, the other thing too is, you know, we're we're not a fly by night company. You know, we've been established for quite some time. We're known in the industry, and I, I think as people see the items that have sold, that they're going to see that there's value there. If you're going to use our authentication service you're going to get value. You're not going to get something that, well, you know what, it's Onyx. <sighs> you know, I'll be lucky to get half of what its value is if it's authenticated by someone else. It's not the case. It's not the case, and it's proven out there. And um, I think as more people see that, they're going to give us a shot because they're going to see, wow, you know what, it's not only just cheaper, but I may get even more of a premium. Very so. cool. Just throw that out there. Very cool. Well, I know we've <laughs> kept you a lot longer than I, I said we would. We always do just because you're so forthright and yeah. ah, it's all good. oriented. Um, Ivan, though, anything else? Well, yeah, um, some, uh, there is a, a vital question from the chat room. Is Onyx hiring? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it <laughs> depends what, what they're looking for. Um, you know what? When we go to the National, it's a great time. It, 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 Whoever's asking, if, you, if you're going to be at the National this year, stop by the booth. Let's talk and, um, and see the kind of skill set that you bring to the table. And um, if it's something that we feel we need to utilize, I, we're absolutely open to it. You know, um, it doesn't hurt to have people across the country, um, especially when it comes to getting autographs. I mean, for instance, the All-Star Game in San Diego. Um, we've got a few guys that are helping us out do some signings for us there with the players. Um, you know, kind of in a running position. Um, but it saves us money on the travel costs, especially with the national right around the corner. But it gives these guys an opportunity to meet some of these players that are going to be in the Futures game, which is, you know, pretty cool. You know, I mean, hell, some of them do it for free just because they get to meet the player and get a little perks involved in it. So, um, uh, you know, stop by the booth if you're going to be in Atlantic City and let's talk. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you heard it from Lance. Hey, thanks again, as always. It's it's always fun talking to you and uh, probably the next time we chat we'll be at the national and I'll probably just bring that yep. Jordan auto and submit it on site. Can people do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Bring it by. Um, we'll authenticate it on site. You know, I mean, if you need to get back to doing what you're doing, we'll let me put it this way. We're not busy enough that, Oh, you know, you'll get this back at the end of the show or, you know what, we're going to have to send this back to you. Um, you know, I think we're going to be busier. Um, but I, I, I can't imagine it's going to be the kind of level of where, you know what, we're just not going to be able to get this back to you because of the, the volume that we're doing. Um, I think the sum we can turn around. Pretty well, quickly. remember these two bozos you're talking to. If you ever need anybody to do athlete with uh, signing witnesses. Yep. hundred uh, percent. There you I'm go. I got the whole Canton, West coast covered and he's got the whole West coast covered. So, uh, we're nice. here for you. I know one time you asked me to go get Stan Lee for you, and I couldn't make it. So I don't want you to give up on me. If you need something, you know, just give me a, give me a shot. I'll try <laughs> to do it. But uh, we're going to let you go. Yeah. But thanks as always, my friend. Gentlemen, thank you so much, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys out in Atlantic you got City. It. Talk to you later. All right. Lance Fisher, Onyx Authenticated. Uh, Onyx Authentic. Always so I, good. I know. I... I you know, you have contacts in this industry that end up becoming friends, and 
I'm real glad to know Lance. His his background, it, for people that don't know, he came from a college recruiting background uh, for Florida State. So he's real entrenched in football culture. And every other time I talk to him, I like to ask him and just rib him, you know, when they're going to get into football because it's, I know it's something he really wants to do. But uh, I didn't want to put too much pressure on him tonight. So good stuff. Good stuff. I'm hearing that my my water cup tonight is invisible, by the way, which is fun. I intentionally oh, went with the holiday mug that would be visible, <laughs> but I just ran out of coffee, so we had to switch it over to the water. Unless oh, Rexford's not going to come in here and refill my coffee. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well, so we're seriously the chat room. Everybody really loved that. That's that's and that's what's cool. And thank you guys for participating in the chat room as well, because that does inform us. Like we want to make things better for you. We want to give you information. It's you your like. show, guys. It's your yeah. show. I mean that that's the bottom line. And and as you you got from Lance. I mean, he is a collector focused manufacturer and it, it's one of the things that makes him so endearing. And so, yeah, thanks for the participation. You know, we, we had to interrupt your, your rant. Well, yeah, I mean, legitimate stuff. And, but I want to circle back to, to the second talking point that you had. And that was regarding unstamped buybacks creating blowback in stadium club baseball this year what what is this all about how did this i don't know know. jump to the surface what's going on what it's all about oh my gosh like uh, so here's here's where i do get crazy and and i again admit i was like you know really the hampel thing we all know our feelings on him so the question is how does it reflect on us and how do we deal with that yep this oh my gosh and i love we all know we all love Suze. We had her on the show last week and I'm like this surprise happening right after that. I'm like, like I, I wanted to DM her and just ask her for the, the skinny, um, even though for those that don't know, marketing manager at tops. Yes. Yeah. But cause it's her product specifically. And I know that she just like Lance, she's a collector. She understands yeah. the things that we go through and you have cards now for those of you that missed it. Tops has been doing buybacks and products for what five, six years, maybe more. Longer since than the uh, Strasburg era or whatever. Right. Um, Two thousand five you... uh, fan favorites had buybacks. Oh yeah, bats embedded. I mean, they've been doing that for a while. Okay, and I think I've saw some feedback where people really like that and Loved You it. know, we talked about. Um, like in series one this year, they had the one of ones that were buybacks, and the Ken Griffey sold for like nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, even though it was a non auto. And it was just his original 1989 card, but it had a little stamp and a one of one that said tops purchase this card and put it back in and you could hit it one in one, six, nine, seven, three, four packs. <laughs> and be, and it's an interesting thing about the hobby that manufactured scarcity still holds value when it comes from a valid source. And this is a, a similar conversation I've had with digital cards where people say, oh, but it's just I could take a screenshot, but we assign value based on the source it's very interesting and very weird i can't just go and print on good cardstock a picture of a 1955 mickey mantle and print it on the back and then call it a 1955 mickey mantle there's something to it coming from tops which major league baseball said has permission to do this that we assign value to it so it's the same with buybacks that stamp and the new scarcity of it, the fact that you could only get it with that stamp from this product at this time 
with these odds does give it value. So why on earth, some people don't like that, some people do, but why on earth would you say, okay, well, we're going to do buybacks that are unstamped, that are unmarked. You're literally inserting commons at one in 126 packs from previous years into your cards. It makes no sense. I can go out and for 75 cents, I can buy 12 to one odds of getting that same card. Well, let me just interject Instead of one in 126. I was scrolling Twitter last night, kind of catching up on this story. And I was surprised to learn that people have a problem. Some people, excuse me, some people have a problem with stamp buybacks, period. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want a Mendoza stamped buyback, okay? I Give me a stamped buyback of a star, an insert, a parallel, you know, something more than just a, a generic comment, okay? And, yeah. and stamp it, and I'm fine. I didn't understand that there's some people that don't like the stamped buyback. So Top's answer this year was, okay, we're going to put buybacks that aren't stamped in. That well, Can I get I myself mean, in hot water and interrupt you here slightly? But you know, and I love these collectors as well, but I'm going to say something about a segment of collectors. The collectors who complain about the stamped buybacks are the ones that are so in love with the 50s and the 60s that they say it ruins a beautiful card. And there's a lot of them that show up to the smaller events that Topps does at the National, and they say that, oh, well, you ruined a great card from 1959. Why would I want your new stamp on it? Okay, we get that. You don't want that. You're probably not, and, well, now I'm going to say something that's really going to get me in trouble. Um, so I'm not going to say the minority. that. They're in the minority. They're in the minority. They are in the minority. When it comes to if there is a buyback, you have to know. But what that also does touch on is something that happened here, which is these are not vintage cards. They're stadium club buybacks from 1994, 1993, 1992, which are from what we all know. Tops knows this too. I'm sure there's been an internal memo at some point that's used this language, the junk wax era. They're commons. They're boring. There's nothing special. You're not ruining a 1993 Stadium Club card by putting a stamp on it that says buyback. No, I mean, someone showed me a Barry Bonds 1991 or 92 Stadium Club card that they pulled from a pack of this year. And I'm like, yeah, I I just don't get it. So, so Top's answer. So wait, are there no stamped cards? buybacks they're all unstamped or so the is autographs or what's the, the autographs have a are numbered so i saw like a uh i want to say that blowout buzz posted an omar vizkel uh yeah i saw that okay two of five so because it's stamped two of five and autographed you know that it's not an autograph from there and i actually i haven't seen the back i don't know if they put the top certified autograph on the back which would also tell you that Okay. But the other cards have no indication anywhere on them that they are a buyback. It's literally a common from, I saw George Brett from 1994 inserted. Somebody so Top's answer to the minority complaining was to appeal to the minority is basically the deal. Are we sure it wasn't a cost savings measure? Saying enough people are bitching about this that let's not do it anyway and save, you know, a couple thousand dollars in foil. 
I I don't know. That would be a question for for well for Sue's or the people of Upper. Because my I mean honestly, my question is, whose idea was this? I'm a little curious about that. Um, well, because well, you I know really... what you sh- you know what you're tasked with this week. You are tasked with shooting her an email off of social media and having a on-the-record conversation with her that we can share with collectors if at all possible. How about that? Okay. I will I will do that. Um, okay. We'll see if I can get an on-the-record response from the company uh, in general. Because yeah, that's is, all we it, can do. That's all we can do is ask. Yeah. And I will say she was good about having dialogue on her personal at Yanks Chicks. You know, she, she invited the dialogue and she said, we need feedback. That's one of the things we need. Um, but it just is. I wish they were willing to to spend the money and slab the buyback cards and make them a box topper at one a box. Oh, that, you know, so, cause I saw some conversation that agreed with that. Like, what if there was a way to slab them, even if They, they weren't stamped? Tops won't spend the money to do so. But um, as a box topper, it could work. I, Only then, that gets would back to our work. LCSs that have a, a scale in the bathroom in the back. But if they're a box you know. topper and they're one a box, you know... Oh, if they're in every box, you're saying? Not, like, yeah. randomly inserted? Because right yeah. now they're one in 126 packs, which means they're one in six boxes. Oh. Well, it's a conundrum. I think it's very interesting that their answer was just to not stamp them and just be done with it and stick, you know, whatever commons in there and stuff. Interesting. Well, you know, and I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to wager, and actually I should have looked at the Twitter poll before we did this, because I, I, was that me or was that you guys that did that? It was me, right? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Wasn't me. Uh... Okay, so it is on mine somewhere, so I'm going to scroll through and find that. Because I did, I just asked, because I'm like curious, who honestly wants an unstamped? And we even saw some people in the chat room agree with another idea that I had, which is, well, what if you put the stamp on the back? If it's a vintage card, you know, you can still tell because the stamp is on it, but it doesn't ruin the face of the card, which is what a lot of these vintage guys feel is ruined. Um, And I even know one of my favorite vintage uh, friends, he'll always say... You know, when it comes to graded stuff, buy the card, not the grade, or buy the card, not the holder, because sometimes the grade, you can't understand why it's a four instead of a six. All right. Well, let's put this to rest until we can get some answers from Sue's, hopefully, and we'll circle back and uh, finish this conversation up next week. So I do have the results. 45 votes. What hits do you prefer? Stamped, unstamped, or no buybacks? 33% preferred stamped. 11% 11% said they preferred unstamped and 56% said no buybacks. So the minority so, doesn't like the stamps. Well, the very minority doesn't like it. Yeah. The majority prefers no buybacks, no but it's buybacks. still, it's a pretty yeah. close 56 to 44 when it comes to votes. So that's not too crazy. And I can understand having them in some products given that response, but only one fourth of those who do like buybacks liked unstamped buybacks and all right i don't want to be egotistical but how many of those people were tops employees that went out and voted (laughs) be honest we promised to give away a box of cryptozoic dc (gasps) justice league i have it right here so let's give this away how 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 are we going to do that 
Uh, so let's let's put out a tweet that right now we're doing it. Right now we're doing it. So we'll put out a tweet, and as uh, as we've done the last couple of weeks, you guys and gals in the chat room, if you want an additional entry, and I'm going to say this now, I'm not going to say this once some more people get in the chat room, so you are getting a little bit of a bonus for being here right now, um, but if you want an additional entry, that tweet is going to go out any second now, I'm hearing in my ear from my, my social media guru. Um, Go out and retweet that Justice League box tweet and type your name in the chat room to enter. All right. Sounds uh, simple. We'll, we'll award this what at the end of the show? Yeah, we'll award that at the end of the show. Also, we have a Trish Stratus 8x10 we're going to award at the end of the show too, right? We're going to do that right after Hot in the Shop, which we're going to do okay. like in the next... So, 20 seconds so if you did just tune in don't tune out just because you entered the contest because we're giving away more stuff but yes type your name in the chat room to enter the contest go retweet the go gts live tweet with the link to the show and the picture that should be going up any second now right 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 all and we'll right. start hot in the shop right now. I'll, t- I'll chat room mention to go check out that tweet once I see that it's up. Awesome. Well, as many of you may remember last year with 2015 Tops Tribute, Tops had to do a major recall on that because of some smudged autograph, and they've fixed that uh, with some improved technology. So this year's 2016 Tops Tribute Baseball is going to deliver three autograph cards three relic cards and a base parallel card in every box what's better is all autographs in this product are signed on card yep Ooh. on card this new technology i'm referring to chromax chromax so look for that uh find super fractor parallels tandem book cards and more but again eight boxes per case six packs per box five cards per pack with three autos, three relics, and a base parallel card, including, I mean, some the additional some additional content that came uh, notified late after release. Uh, Kent Kent Ameda is going to be in Ooh. here, and Raul Mondesi Jr. So that's pretty Ooh, cool. that is pretty cool. Plus yeah. Chromax, yeah, that's going to be curious. so much fun to actually see. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Other things that are in tribute this year, milestone relic cards from historic MLB events, such as Clayton Kershaw's 100th win, Chris Bryant's first home run game. That'll be a card that I'm sure Ivan will be chasing down. David Ortiz's 500th home run game. Someone else that I have to find a single sign ball for to add to the 500 home run collection. And Carlos Correa's MLB debut game. I love the idea of relic cards tied to specific events especially historic mlb events oh ditto that absolutely and you know what this is kind of cool i don't want to cut you off on the roll because there's so much good stuff to talk about here but hey tops we just roasted you but this is awesome uh because you know with tops now it's taken a little bit it's added some urgency to the hobby and some immediacy to the hobby but you don't get those types of things always there have been a few autographs inserted randomly but 
this is cool because it, it kind of mirrors that, but in a hobby product, something that we can go out and get, we can go with our kids or our Absolutely. friends and, um, and we can chase, uh, very, very cool. And, you know, we kind of talked about this and saw it coming last year when we saw the, um, uh, was that in strata where they first put the holograms on that said, this is from this game. Even if it's not a significant game, you could at least see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's even better is you and I had a conversation about hoping that that eventually that technology and authentication program eventually bridges over to other products. Guess what? It's mm -hmm. in this one with stamp of approval, jumbo size relics, of the game's biggest stars, MLB authenticated and numbered just like those cards in strata. So mm. that's awesome. Also new this year, which I absolutely love. How great is it that we still have Frank Robinson and Sandy Koufax alive to celebrate the 50th anniversary of their respective triple crown wins. Mm -hmm. So there's a special tribute set to that. And those cards are numbered and also parallels in uh, red of five and black numbered one of one. So some really, really sweet additions to a product that was beloved ever since it's been out, ran into some problems last year. And instead of, you know, saying we're going back and, and doing the same old, same old, they went back to the drawing board and said, okay, we're going to, we're going to mix up the technology. We're incorporate, you know, MLB authentication. We're going to put relics in here that actually mean something. We're going to mm -hmm. celebrate historic events and we're going to make sure all the autographs are on card. Boom. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, even to go off of that, I was prepared because I knew it was coming off of the, the buybacks roast, uh, which also, again, to be fair, Stadium Club looks amazing this year, as it does. Oh, just absolutely. that buybacks is so irritating. But I was prepared to say, look, we just, Stadium Club last week, Inception this week, Tribute Net, like, come on, guys, I'm just confused. I don't even know what sets this product apart. But how cool that they tell us, not just like, oh, here's some insert sets. It's like, no, you're chasing a Frank Robinson, Sandy Koufax special item. You're chasing Carlos Correa special item that we're getting that detailed of a checklist when it comes to this. Um, and it really makes the name tribute mean something. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been a big fan of this product since it debuted way back. in I want to say like 2002, 2001, 2003, somewhere in, in there, right when I was getting, you know, hardcore back into collecting and it's gone through many iterations and I'm real curious to get a hands-on look at this because I think it could be one of the best. Um, and that's my, you know, voice of the collector opinion. Um, also coming out next week, a couple of great products from upper deck. Which one do you want to talk about Ivan? Um, you caught me the one time I went on Twitter, the soul show. Uh, I would love to talk about uh, a couple of great products. Oh, well I'm, I'm a GC GC fan. So you want to take that first one and then I'll, I'll jump into GC. I'll take champs hockey. Champs hockey is one of the most eclectic hockey sets out there. And it features a diverse, diverse mix of products or, or of content. Rather the configuration for this product, 20 boxes, a case, 20 packs, six cards per pack. Uh, you're going to find one autograph signed on card for sure, two relics, four high series cards, nine parallels or variants, and six premium inserts in every box. It features a 315 card base set, 
when you include the SPs and the high series cards. So here we are late in the season with a set building product for people who don't mind a little bit of an SP chase. Uh, look for things in this product like mini autos inserted one in 288 packs. Uh, Con Smith trophy autographs numbered to 25. Uh, your regular card autographs one in 58, SPs one in 87, and high series one in 285. Some really, really good chase. Uh, Joe should be showing you on the screen right now the product breakdown. One of the nice things about Upper Deck, Ivan has mentioned it before, uh, they lay out the pack odds um, all, almost all the time when it comes to their hockey solicitations. And mm -hmm. this is going to show you what the relic cards are offered at, you know, from the Canadian odd relics, the frame mini tobaccos, all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, natural wonders in the premium insert cards, famous food, uh, fish, number one picks. Like I said, eclectic, eclectic, eclectic. Hey, maybe the fish aren't for you, but I guarantee you there's an awful lot of people who fish in this country who are also <laughs> collectors. So you'd be surprised. Um, and those are going to drop one in 10 packs. So if you're a fisherman and a Canadian and a hockey fan, this is definitely right up your alley. Real quick, uh, I do want to mention if you are tuning in now and uh, you wanted to get in on the Justice League giveaway, if you already have, I just did the tally on names so far, but type your name in the chat room if you want to get in on that giveaway. Uh, if you have not already, don't do it twice because that's just painful for me. And I have to go tell you about some more hobby products and keep bringing this hobby talk. So don't be mean to me. Okay, so coming up next, kind of a derivative in some ways of what you were saying with the unique uh, charm of champs is Upper Deck Goodwin Champions. Love it. Now this one goes across sports and across events, historic. Uh, it's actually based on one of the oldest tobacco cards that used to exist that uh, back then it wasn't just baseball players. It was Houdini and random people like that. Don't quote me on that. If Houdini didn't have a card, I'm sure people know and someone will roast me in the chat room. Uh, so 2016 Upper Deck Goodwin Champions delivers three hits per box, including, uh, or actually in addition to that, six Goodwin Champions minis, Five black and white high series SPs. So this is always a fun product because there are SP chases in it as well. And five Gaudi inserts in every box. And uh, Upper Deck, uh, I got to read the sentence exactly as they wrote it. Loaded with eclectic content to deliver a truly unique and rewarding break experience. Was that from their sell sheet or was that from you actually? That might have been a Rob. Yeah, that was, Rob that, was a ro that was a Rob. I, I love it. And Rob doesn't even make himself take. He's just like, I'll let it slide that Ivan's wrong. Um, so when we talk about three hits, though, what are we talking about? Well, you can those can come from any of the following. And I apologize for the dog in the background. We all love him. Uh, hard signed autographs, which I imagine is a way of saying on card autographs. That's Upper Deck's way. If you see, if if you notice in every one of their solicitations, they don't use on card. They say hard signed. Okay, so that is that is what that means. Because I've gotten a sticker in uh, uh, Goodwin before, I think. Um, but yeah, so we have hard-signed autographs, single or dual-swatch memorabilia cards, which if you're watching the video, uh, one of those comes from Pearl Harbor. Wow. 
And that gets into what's really cool uh, here. But we'll keep going. Origin of Species patch cards, which these are uh, generally uh, dinosaur related and amazing and one of the most fun chases in the product. This is part um, three of the final, um, part three of a three-part series that's been a continuity program of theirs. And this is, if you've been collecting that, this is the, the last part of that set. Ooh. Wow. Is that just this year or is that counting the ones from previous years? Counting the ones doing? from two previous years. Okay. Because I, I know I was able to hit one uh, last year or two years ago and it was just such a cool card. Uh, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland Masterpieces Booklets. And I saw Upper Deck tweeted one of these a few days ago and it's uh, just a really unique, really, really cool thing. Um so we've got museum relics, which the theme this year is World War II. So that gets back to that Pearl Harbor dual memorabilia card. The Supernaturals lenticular cards. Love lenticular. Just going to let that hang. There's a lenticular insert in this product. I'm totally buying a box of this at the National, by the way. You guys can hold me to that, and I will break it live on camera and hope and pray for a lenticular card because that's my favorite technology of all time. Even better than the Dell computer chip. Goodwin Champions cut signatures and then historical rhetoric audio booklets. Yeah, Can't even I, imagine. A couple things I want to point out right here that I, I have to talk about. Go for it. Uh, the Museum Relics of World War II. Uh, check out some of the gallery images. They have taken, they have acquired some beautiful medals <clears throat> and, and other relics and incorporated these into just dynamic book cards. I am a, a big World War II history buff. And a few years ago, a handful of years ago now, our producer could probably tell me, they did cards with um, sand from Omaha Beach in them. And I went on secondary market and paid whatever I had to to get one of those because I thought it was the coolest thing. And we... Uh, I remember talking to Chris Carlin on Cardboard Connection Radio back then, and you know he explained the process of how they went about acquiring the sand and whatnot. This these cards take that concept to just a whole new level. I mean, they are like little mini historical masterpieces, and then you get the historical rhetoric audio booklets where there's actually you know famous speeches that are being like you know talk to you there as you open the card i i'm a big fan of both of those i think that's just a really really dynamic idea and i will probably be picking up some good one as well back to you ivan that's my two cents. oh well i mean that's my two cents too you just i've always had fun with this product it, it's you know there's another product that comes out usually around the same time but uh you know I, there's just something really fun about goodwin and um i also can I tell a funny story? I know that tonight's a bit shorter of a show, even though it seems to be we're at over an hour already. Does it have something to do with the product? It has to do with about? Goodwin Champions, and it has to do with the National, and it has to do with Rob's hitting of loaded product, because manufacturers give loaded product to people to open. All right, I'll allow Okay, so my very first National ever, <laughs> two years ago... Um, Upper Deck brought me there, uh, you know, they or they at least facilitated me getting in. I had to pay my own plane ticket and hotel. Um, but they, you know, did an episode of my show with me and we had some fun. Um, but as a, a thank you, actually as an apology, because the first day they were so busy, 
Chris Carlin reached in and he grabbed a box. He said, oh, here's a box for you then. Like, you can do this since we aren't able to shoot today. Um, and he gave me a box of Goodwin Champions right when the place first opened, 5.30 on Wednesday. So then they started doing their big giveaway. So I set it down on a table right behind me and I started watching the giveaway. And part of the giveaway was they had all these balloons and people had to pop them. So I started popping balloons and then, and I was brand new to the national, my first time ever. I turn around and I see this woman stuffing a box of Goodwin champions into her husband's (laughs) backpack and looking around like this. And I'm like, that's my box. I am getting robbed right now at the national. I've been here 30 (laughs) minutes and I am getting robbed. So I go up and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? And they're like, Oh, we just won this in the giveaway. And I'm like, uh, but I didn't want to be that guy. That's, you know, like making a big deal. And I was still relatively new to like doing stuff in the hobby. And I didn't want to have a fight at the national with this person. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to bite the cost and I'll go buy my own box because I kind of have to open this on camera for upper deck since they gave it to me. So I was, and then they like scurried off and I was just like, wow, it's, it's pretty much like that story. And I don't want to talk about, you know, blame them for their physicality, but they looked like the old, like they were just the, that stereotype. It was so horrible. So, I go to another booth and I buy a box of Goodwin champions from a guy for 55, 60 bucks, whatever. Um, and I wait to open it until the episode comes out. So it was like December. I finally opened this box and I hit a one of one art card, which is something I, I don't know if they're not in the product. I didn't quite see them on the sell sheet. Maybe they replaced it with the Alice, but back then they would hire artists the commission artist really is the word for this to replicate an amazing classic piece of art on a, you know, a, a sports card, a four by six, four, three by two and a half. They're in here this year. That's the supernatural. Oh, the supernaturals. Okay. Artwork. So yeah. I hit one of those and everybody thought that like upper deck sent me a loaded box to open. And it's like, no, I, the loaded box got stolen. And if, and if it hadn't gotten stolen, who knows what I would have hit. But the one of one that I hit was from a box that I bought from a vendor who was a small store in Kentucky that had a booth set up there. And, um, it, it was just, so I just thought that was a hilarious story, but also like one of the coolest cards I've ever hit came from Goodwin champions hitting those art, cards is just absolutely amazing um that's funny but there's more in here than just history too we should we we should not fail to mention that you're also going to find autographs of guys like tiger woods michael jordan you know oh, yeah. all your big upper deck guys um but holly holm want to know yeah holly holm you've Thank been you dying for reminding for me yeah uh for whatever reason obviously she's too expensive to get into tops ufc products or whatever uh, and maybe it's good that, you know, her championship was sh- such short lived. Maybe tops made the right decision and not paying her what she wanted. But if you've been dying for a certified Holly Holm autograph from UFC, she's in here. So very cool stuff. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Uh, next up on the list, we've got a memorabilia product from super break. And the form of frozen heirlooms. This is their first foray into hockey. And you're going to find three premium hits in every box. And this product spans uh, a history of 80 years of hockey loaded with premium content. And you're going to find some of the greatest players of all time. Uh, What they've done to provide some added value 
is every box is going to include a PSA grading coupon for five cards for 50 bucks, Ooh. which is a savings of $75. Wow. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. cool. I mean, right off the bat, you know, you're offsetting your box cost there. Um, some of the things you should be looking for, autograph cards of semi-stars, stars, fan favorites, rookie and Hall of Famers, autograph buyback cards, which have all been authenticated by major third-party authentication companies, uh, the patented, the bar, one-on-one cut signature, original cards, uh, super surprises falling multiple times per case. These will replace a standard buyback autograph. Uh, look for certified autographed jerseys, photos, magazines, pucks, wow. uh, <laughs> photo cuts, team sign pieces, and more. Find players uh, that compete for the Stanley Cups, top scores and goaltenders dating back all the way to the 1930s. Uh, redemption coupons will be placed inside the boxes for premium memorabilia items. They're all in stock. There is no waiting. All you do is take that, send it to them, and they're going to ship it to you free. That's awesome. Uh, so there's no waiting around on that. Only redeemed, only redemptions for things that are already in hand. Yep. Don't you love that? Great. So, yeah, and that makes sense, too, because you're like, otherwise, again, box searching. This box has... A pound of gold in it. I'm going to open this one because it's heavier than everything else. So helps helps prevent that. But they do a fun job, and I'm really hoping that uh, we can get them maybe even on the show before the National because um, I'd love to talk a bit about their process. Ooh, you know what's next, though? Something we already talked about, so we can gloss over it pretty quickly. Onyx Clubhouse Collection, I think we talked about Oh, that. yeah. I got my links backwards. Uh, I was ad, looking at the next ad one. Ad nauseum. Um, but it comes out this week, and so look for it. It does... Uh, it, uh, Friday the 15th and again check out the checklist one of the great things about their memorabilia products is they put you know the checklist of who's going to be in here and right there on the sell sheet so check that out on the blog gocheapts.net and then uh, the last non-toy product oh I love it though uh, we it's time for some football. Well, it's it's Back a timely away. product too because absolutely one it's football, but two we all saw that great video last week of a kid opening a sticker pack and hitting exactly. Chris Bryant and exactly. going crazy. Well, 2016 Panini NFL sticker and album collection comes out this week. So if you need an excuse to go to the shop and you have children, say, "Hey, honey, we're going to get the kids some NFL stickers." <laughs> Love and then it. you can go get the other stuff and film your kids opening. And who knows? You could become internet famous and be on ESPN. And maybe, uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott will uh, will tweet you if you hit his card and your kid goes crazy. Um, but, yeah, so lots of fun here. Pretty standard. The stickers, a dollar a pack. Uh, seven stickers per pack. Um, sticker and album combo, two dollars. But lots and lots of fun. Big set this year. 485 stickers, including 131 uh, special Metalized. 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 Thank you, foil stickers, and a 72-page collector album. Uh, you're going to find highlights of a spread of the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl winning teams, highlights of all the Super Bowls. It's jam-packed. You'll notice so. that... Um, and. You know, Tracy Hackler, who uh, does a lot of the NFL stuff for uh, Panini, he's a huge Broncos fan. It looks like it's Broncos-themed colors, if you look at the, uh, the picture it there. It doesn't, the, the, yeah, the, I noticed Milking it that for too. all he can. 
Absolutely. And then last but not least, featured figures uh, hot in the shop next week. On the blog Monday, look for more information if you are a uh, trading card uh, gamer. Uh, there's be some information about uh, several products uh, coming out uh, if that's of interest to you. But did want to point out after talking about Bleacher Creature last week that the first round of... Suicide Squad Ooh. plushes is coming out from Bleacher Creature. You've got Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Katana, and the Joker. And those all debut in stores also Friday the 15th. And that is going to do it for Hot in the Shop. Hot in the Shop. And now you know what time it is? Uh, it's prize time. Rob, it's prize what time. What time is it? Oh, it's prize time. It's prize time. Well, that explains why I'm over here on Twitter looking at that uh, that tweet and doing some counting here to see how many names to randomize in the old randomizer. Um, so give me just a minute because the first prize we're going to yep. give away is that box of Justice League. 35 retweets on the tweet. And just make sure that no one else Tristratus entered in here. 8 by 10 autograph we're giving away from her um, return on WWE a couple of years ago as a brunette. Wow. Yeah, so who is this Trish, Trish Stratus? I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. <laughs> She's in the WWF, right? Isn't that the thing? I am not going to dignify that with an answer. A little homework for you, my friend. I already have homework. My young friend. Giving me way too much homework today. Now, she's a friend of the program uh, back in the Cardboard Connection radio days. And she is a fantastic guest, a collector herself. We'll be reaching out and uh, trying to get her on the program because she loves talking autographs, trading cards, figures, all that stuff. She's kind of a nerd like us. so Okay. Just way hotter. Way hotter. <laughs> and I just did a count, and I got a name for you. We'll see if he's still in the room, because you got to be in the room to win. So don't don't leave the room after you get your entry in. This name, this is for the box of Justice League. It is David Rowan with two A's. David Rowan. David. So David, if you're in the chat room. So, oh, I see that he just said something about Trish. Said that Trish is a Canadian treasure. We might be sending a box to Canada. Uh, David, I hope you're not in Canada for Rob's sake. But if you are in Canada, Gosh, okay. it doesn't matter. You won. So, you know the drill. Send us an email. GoGTSLive at GoGTS.net. And let us know uh, your address. Uh, real quick, on that note... Uh, same deal for the Trish Stratus. Type your name in the chat room now. And Rob, I do have one small topic that I wanted to carry on from, uh, from what we did. Oh, he's barely in Canada. So shipping will be a little cheaper. So carry on. So for that Trish done. Stratus autograph, uh, if you want a chance to, to win that as well, type your name in the chat room now, while I talk about our email address at gogts.net. Well, guess what, Rob? Have you ever been to GoGTS.net? I have been. In fact... Is that where all that information that we talked about comes from? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Is there a ton of information out there this week that we have not been able to talk on because the show's almost over? Uh, there is. You will find two Future Watch articles from Ooh. our very own Russ Cohen, uh, Linus Ulmark of the Buffalo Sabres, a goaltender that is their um, number two and will be getting more playing time this year, why you should collect him, as well as uh, Nate Smith of the Angels, a left-handed pitcher. If you're looking for a pitching prospect to collect that's got a strong upside and most likely a September call-up, uh, check out Future Watch uh, Baseball this week on GoGTS.net. Love it. Also, tomorrow, a interview with RippingWax.com's uh, David Gelfman, who is the organizer uh, and promoter of the Case Break Pavilion at the National. Uh, Kelsey Schroyer did an interview with him, so that'll be up tomorrow. And my goodness, there's more product previews. There's an article about uh, we should wish our friends at Panini a congratulations. They won a uh, prestigious award from the NFLPA. Uh, as licensee of the year in their category. So kudos to Penny. Excellent. Um, who's certainly done a good job in earning. A few more small hobby news and notes. Uh, and actually, it's maybe more so housekeeping. But um, one, I apologize. We, with the holiday, we didn't quite get the images for some of the stuff. But we're going to do some more Twitter giveaways and Facebook giveaways and YouTube giveaways. So I know we didn't do any of this last week, but make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, you'll also be able to see the amazing uh, videos that Rob puts together. I know there's a fantastic one right now for it's the Gotham one, right? That's like lots of great work. Yeah. Um, Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. And that's on the go. That's on the GTS YouTube. GTS yep. distribution. So search GTS distribution on YouTube, but go GTS live also has a YouTube where you can catch segments and Rob's flash breaks. Um, so make sure you subscribe to those because that's how we're able to continue to get these good guests and good product on is the, uh, you know, the product manufacturers look at that stuff. Um, so do us a little favor and do that. Follow us on Facebook, but that'll also keep you guys tuned in to the giveaways that we're going to have happening. And like I said, those really cool videos that are exclusive to the GTS YouTube, um, you know, and Facebook, you'll see them on there, but you don't get those on Twitter because Twitter's just a different format though. We love the conversations we have with you guys. So that was a little news notes, housekeeping, fun stuff. Uh, looks like we've got a lot of entries here. Should we pick a winner? Yeah, let's All do right. it. Well, give us one thing while I go do that on the random after I tallied up and there's, looks like there's two new, two new ones. So Rob, your final note. My final note is that a is, Chris Carlin bobble? First off, sorry, Bobby Hall. Oh, first off, like thank Chris you Carlin. to uh, Onyx Authenticated, uh, Lance Fisher for joining us. Uh, thank you for Cryptozoic for providing a promo prize box to give away. Uh, although she's not here, um, thank you to Trish Stratus for providing this beautiful eight by ten colored photograph. And just as a secret, I have more of these. Ooh. So if you don't win this one, you never know. Rob, be and... honest. Did your, your wife stumbled on them and that's why suddenly they're giveaways? <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, I got to get rid of these. So. <laughs> no. 
And uh, be sure, to, as I said, pay attention to what's going on in the blog. We'll wrap things up tomorrow. And then uh, look, if you've missed any of this show, we'll have it up for you in its entirety, probably in the next 24 to 36 hours. Oh, and SoundCloud. And... I forgot to mention that because some of you guys are at work. You can't access YouTube because your work is smart. SoundCloud. Yeah, if you want to listen to the show, uh we put it on SoundCloud in MP3 format so that you can do just that also on iTunes. All right. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Chat room was on fire tonight. We've been averaging over 40, sometimes 50 in there with lots of participation on all sides. And the winner of the Trish Stratus. Stratus? Stratus. Stratus? Stratus. Trish yep. Stratus autographed 8x10 is Roland W. Which Congratulations, I believe is Roland Wake. Roland. So yeah, so email us gogtslive at gogts.net. Uh, and Roland, uh, I know that you're on Twitter, so send us a, just a DM with your email address too so we know that, because I'm seeing all these people that want that. Um, so just so we can make sure it was your email and not a fake one created by Rob Botello because he's desperate. No, um, just kidding. But yeah, thank you everybody. So much fun tonight um absolutely really good show because of thanks your to our producer joe fallon thank you to our social media assistant james and thank you to my partner as always ivan ivan mm -hmm. love working with you let's do this all again next week uh in, in the meantime I'll always be, be collecting visit your local hobby shop and we'll be back with a brand new episode same time same bad channel next thursday good night